Welcome to the Soul Liberated Life Podcast, where you come to activate the remembrance of who you are, unlock the gifts you're here to offer, and unleash the co-creative experience you're here to love through. I'm your host, Jody Rodenbaugh, sharing deep wisdom and life intelligence through my life and death experiences, and through my gifts in liberating and expanding powerful soul-led leaders and your lineage. Every episode holds timeless wisdom and potent messages to call your soul back home and into her wildest dreams and deepest desires. Just strap on your headphones, breathe into your heart, expand your mind. Let's go. I just go right in, <laughs> right in y'all, right on in. I had a, a one of my first mentors, my first mentor, who and I don't call every coach that I've had a mentor, but this particular one was a mentor because he was in a complete he was in a world that I didn't even know existed. He was the first one to teach me that I could make what I made in a year in less than 30 days. And I did that. I made over a hundred K just, just a little bit over a hundred K in one weekend. The first time that I proved that and I loved what, how I created it. I loved what I did, but business grows and evolves and changes and morphs and things like 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 happened. I actually had a, situation happened right before 2020 where my Facebook ads, so the way I was doing business completely collapsed because my Facebook ads were taken over by basically online thieves. They took over and came through my husband's account and he was an admin for my Facebook ads account. So we, they came in, there were six men in my account and I had to be completely on my toes. And to be quite honest, if I didn't know all the things that I'm teaching you today, if I was stuck in the pain brain, I wouldn't be able to think my way through. And one of the things that I was really going to drive home today is that where you're residing, the field that you play in the most is also your capacity to make decisions. So if you are playing most of your life in the predictable realm, your decisions are always going to be based in predictability. When you open the doorway, that pathway, the bridge that I talked about yesterday, where you begin to see hope, you begin to see light at the end of the tunnel, you begin to start walking, like for me, rising up out of the death of my husband, you are crawling day to day, moment to moment for however long it takes, however long you decide it's going to take. And then you begin to walk and you're kind of like Bambi, your legs, your legs don't work quite, quite right. You will fumble, you will fall. It will feel uncomfortable. It will feel like a whole new world because essentially it is. And 
No matter if you are going through a grief experience or a growth experience, the process is still the same. You're still going to feel the discomfort inside of your body. It's still gonna feel wonky. You're gonna be confused. You're going to wonder like, is this right? This feels so wrong, even when it is right. And even when you know that it's right on some level, you're programming and all of the things, all of the ways that you used to operate will cause such confusion in your mind. So when you play in this field of potentiality, when you begin to plug into that system, now you're making decisions from a whole other world. And it's so easy to get pulled back, depending on who you're speaking to, depending on who you're surrounding yourself with, depending on what you're talking about. Because I'm gonna tell you, just this morning, so my husband and I, my now husband, my husband and I have what we call talk, coffee talks. So they're random coffee talks. We just come outside. If we literally had a microphone, we could have a whole podcast because people would freaking pay to have, to hear these conversations that my husband and I have. They are top level. We are playing in potentiality. It is all like, like we're throwing the ball. And this is what it feels like when your soul is calling you. Your soul is already there. She's enticing you in. She's enticing you across that bridge. She's like, come on. Yes, this is the way. This is the truth. This is the light. So my husband and I were talking. And if you don't know, if you haven't been following me very closely, we are opening up a glamping and gathering retreat center. And this is... I mean, it sounds really freaking simple. It sounds like, ah, no big deal. We're gonna put up a couple of tents. We're going to have, you know, people out on our 33 acre tree farm. We're going to entertain. But we started with no electricity, no plumbing, no water, no nothing from ground zero. All of our money is invested in other ways to get funding for something like this, it takes complete creativity, which is what we're used to anyway, because we do real estate investing. That's my husband's main gig is real estate investing. But this is a different project. This is not just something that is, you know, a job or something that is a great idea. This is part of our legacy. This is part of, it's like, the two of us bringing this together into reality has taken massive, massive growth and evolution. And it's still continuing. He and I both have had to take one for our family lineage team. We are creating things in our lives that no one in the history of ever has created in either side of our families, all four sides of our families. I could really even say all six sides of our families because that includes my late husband 
who's also, his family is also intertwined into our family lineage. In fact, my late husband's family is more of parents to Matt and I than our own parents at times. And this is something that I didn't think I was going to go into. Hi, Linda. But when you marry, when you partner in with someone, you're plugging into their lineage. And if you've gone through a divorce or you've gone through a major breakup, that lineage is still some way, somewhere still attached to you, depending on where you're playing and depending on how you look at these stories in your life. In hindsight. So we're, we're building this, this farm and we're very close to opening. These things you think are going to take just moments because the vision is quite clear. I had the vision of what we're creating, the first vision, way back in 2012 before he and I ever even met, two years prior to us meeting. And two years later when we met, we had very interesting synchronicities because we were on the same frequency. When I started dating, it took me 60 days to meet him. The first 30 days were about cleaning some more shit up, cleaning some more shit out. I was telling myself that I couldn't have it all. That if this is going great and this is going great and this is going great, I, I can't also have a relationship that's going great. I'm, I'm not a coach who just focuses on one area of your life. I'm not a coach who focuses just on business or on health or on relationships or on your personal power because it's all the same to me. It all goes together. We, if, we, if we have one area that's here and another one that's here, we're out of sync, we're out of balance, which is why it becomes challenging to me personally, because when I have health issues, I feel like a fraud. I feel like I'm, I'm losing it all. When I went through Lyme disease and menopause, still, still going through menopause, but I healed from Lyme disease. I healed Hashimoto. I just recently got my, my blood work back and everything on that spectrum is clear. It's amazing. But I still punish myself because my body is not the same that she was at 42. I just turned 50. But yet, this is what we do. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we, we play in predictability. We play in the past and the past was pretty fucking good. So because it looked so good, now we're gonna shame on ourselves because this is not, this is, this is not, <laughs> this is not, the body that I know and love. So we have to do the work a little bit deeper, get a little bit deeper. So when I am talking to Matt and we have these coffee talks, we sit, he sat down, he came in, and I was getting in the zone, quite honestly. I was getting in the zone for this. But he, when your husband comes in and he wants to talk deep shit, 
you turn toward him and you talk deep shit. <laughs> so he started, he's like, what are we going to, what are we going to dig in today? He's not, he doesn't have it on his radar that I'm getting ready to do this masterclass with you guys. So we start talking about what needs to be done at the farm. We start talking about the vision that we have. We start talking about what needs to get done in the next couple of weeks. We're, build, we're bringing on a property management team, which is a big freaking deal anyway, because this is our baby. This was birthed from me and the divine. It's my baby. So it's very difficult to hand it away, but I'm not handing it away because I'm partnering with people that are going to co-create with us. But as we're having this conversation and he says, okay, money is not, money is not even part of the picture. What would you do next if money was not even a part of the picture? And I heard that witness protection plan program come up. The witness protection program was like, oh, money, money is always, money is always the option. Money is always the thing. No, I'm not even going to go there. This is what I started to hear in my mind. No, I'm not even going to go there because the money is not there. The money is not there. So why am I even going to go there? That quickly, it comes in. And if you don't know the process and if you aren't watching, it's super, super easy to hook you back in. So key number four is to develop mediation skills. Develop mediation skills. You've got to be your own mediator. You've got the bossy pants. You got the bossy pants. You've got the hijacker. You got all the peanut gallery going on in your head. The buzz killer, the bullshitter, the gaslighter. Nobody is a bigger gaslighter to you than you. You got all of them inside of you, all of these voices in your head. I literally started to feel my body contract. Remember, pain occurs in the contraction of the expansion. We're here to expand. We're here to step into the evolution. The body, the human wants to hold us hostage and safe. Safety is for, for children, not for us. We're not there anymore. We don't have to protect ourselves. I, I was spending time with some dear people that I love, I love the most. And they were so stuck in the predictable mindset. They're both still in corporate. They're just not at all in <laughs> real estate investing and entrepreneurial mind and coaching mind. That's not to say that there's something wrong with them. That's not to poke fun at them. It's just a completely different world. 
than, than where Matt and I reside in. So they own two homes. Yet they were talking about hot dogs that they couldn't buy because they weren't on sale. Who is that? That is your parents who had to live in an eight by eight trailer when you were born because they were 16 and 18 and couldn't afford any other place to live. They, they needed that to survive. Our ancestors, our parents, our, our, our grands, all of the things, we needed to play in a predictable realm in order to survive. They, their mind goes back and plays tricks on them because of the world that we're living in right now and how freaking astronomical things are. My father-in-law paid for ice the other day that was $6 a bag. Ice! $6 a bag. Yes, it's crazy. It's insanity. My mom bought a new car the other day. She was charged 65 or they tried to sell her $65 for the manual that goes with the car. <laughs> what? No, the manual comes with the car, sir. <laughs> it's not it's not a, a you know, a luxury item. This is something that goes with a car. So when we're not watching, we will get pulled back in. So I witnessed my body contracting and shutting down. And what happens when our body contracts and shut down, shuts down is we can't think. Our right brain gets closed off. We have a society running around with brain fucking damage because they cannot move the frequency, the energy, the, the, the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, everything back and forth from their right and left brain. They can't move it back and forth. It's, it's brain damage. So when these things happen, now we, we don't have the ability to think properly. You guys, here's the thing. Gone are the days of left brain, right brain like, oh, I'm left-brained or I'm more right-brained. No, if you are not a balanced brain, then you are no brain. And what I mean by that is that, that <clears throat> if you are only in your logical side of your mind, which is your left brain, then you're making decisions only based in black and white thinking. Black and white thinking, needing to have the black and white proof, proof, some kind of proof, it's gotta be in a book, even the good book, if it's not in the good book, it doesn't exist. Guess what? We have evolved. Guess what? Who wrote the good book? Men. I'm not a man basher, obviously. I've been married twice to two wonderful men. <laughs> but this is the deal. If you're not questioning things with your whole mind, your whole body, then you're not getting to the real truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the fucking truth. So what happens is these things come in now all of a sudden 
I'm only thinking with a rational. Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Let me go back in my rickety old filing cabinet. Insert the sound of a rickety old filing cabinet as you open the drawer. <laughs> Let me fumble through the vanilla, manila, that's what we call them, <laughs> but they are vanilla. <laughs> manila envelopes. Do, 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 do. Let me find the data. The money isn't there. Nobody's home. I don't compute. <laughs> we were talking about whether or not I wanted to have edging around the paths to get to the tents. <laughs> it's so funny. We're talking a, a couple hundred dollars. I don't even know. Under a thousand dollars is what we're talking about. But even if we have the money, you will catch yourself pulling back into the witness protection program. So quickly, I'm like noticing my body and my body starts to shut down. Edging. I cannot think. I cannot even think. I don't know if I want edging or not. Do I want edging? I don't know. Why don't I know? Because I don't have proof. What don't you have proof that? What don't you have proof of? I don't have proof if I have the money. I don't have proof if that's really where I want to keep these things because I'm a manifesting generator and I change shit all the time. <laughs> so part of it is true and part of it is bullshit. Now, here's what I want you to understand. Yes, it is logical that maybe you don't have the, the funding in the bank for the edging of the walkways, Jody. But if you only play there, then you're never going to get to potentiality. You're never gonna get to miracles beyond miracles. What happens when you're playing in the miracle realm, which is potentiality, is all of a sudden like crazy ass shit happens. And it doesn't just come from your bank account. It comes from all of a sudden people literally want to come and donate because it brings them joy to be a part of something like what we're building. And they're like, what do you need? Name it. What's next? And you're like, wow, I, we would love to have some edging. Done. When you play in the field of potentiality, and my husband and I will catch each, each other. Here's the, here's the thing about relationships. You can't both go down in the hellhole and allow the witness protection program to take you over at the same time. That's the key to long-lasting relationship. Now, sometimes what happens is one of you has been playing in predict predictability for way too long. And then you have been holding the vision, holding the dream, holding it all. And now all of a sudden it feels like you can't hold anymore. You can't take it anymore. How much longer is this guy going to play this way? That's something you can't figure out on your own. You can try. But... If you want it done in this lifetime and you don't want to come back and repeat that, 
<laughs> you're going to need your own mediator outside of your own head. A coach, a mentor, even, even, if, even a friend, somebody who's not playing in the field that you're playing in. Somebody who can step back. Here's why friend is difficult, because friends are emotionally involved. I can tell my, my sister girls that are coaches, but they're also friends something, and they will jump right in on that emotional level and forget all about their coaching framework. Because this is, this is how we operate in relationships. So when you become and when you develop mediation skills, you are also able to mediate for others. And there is an intuitive response that happens. I call it soul communication. So it's not necessarily about telling someone what they should and shouldn't do. It's about the way in which you communicate. And many times it's not in what you say, it's that frequency that we talked about yesterday. I can telepathically send messages. My clients say it all the time, I heard your voice. <laughs> the other day I had an experience where one of my clients, she had um, like 15 tornadoes come through her, her area. She happens to also be an insurance agent. And so she was maxed the freak out. So she was going through this experience where she was supposed to go travel somewhere and she really didn't want to go. And she needed like an outside mediation because she couldn't see her truth. And so she messaged me, we use Voxer when, you know, there's 20, 24 seven emergency. <laughs> this thing is coming up, help me. And I happen to be at the farm, which doesn't have cellular service. It's very splotchy. So I was able to hear her message, but I wasn't able to reply to her. And I sat in soul communication. You can call it prayer. You can call it meditation. You can call it telepathy. What the fuck ever, doesn't matter. <laughs> I am here for the greater good of myself and for all. So when I'm a clean channel, when I have my own mediation, when I'm able to call myself out on my own bullshit, then I'm able to help more people. So when I sat with her and her energy, I was able to coach her without saying a freaking world, word, not a world, without saying a word out loud or to her. And the funny thing happens, and this is what I teach with relationships as well, when you are afraid of outgrowing him or when you're afraid to have conversations or when you're not sure what to say, the, the craziest thing happens. When you clear your shit and you become a, a magnifying mediator, crazy shit happens. She replies to me and she literally did and said the very thing that I messaged her through my frequency. It's amazing. That's a freaking miracle. 
And that's what happens over and over again when you develop these mediation skills. Now, mediation also occurs when you embody the frequencies, the higher frequencies. Now we're able to see through our own bullshit. We're able to recognize when our body contracts, when we're shutting down. And we have essentially other tools that we use outside of ourselves. And I'm gonna share with you some of my tools because I want you guys to have a little something. And so here is some of the things that we use. And a lot of this we use in my Soul Powered Mission Mind. I don't take any of these tools lightly. They are extremely beneficial to helping your body feel safe in the evolution, to open up and to feel safer. I went through labor, hypnosis. Basically, it was visualization, meditation, and a practice of giving myself an anesthesia, an energetic anesthesia. Now, unless you're going through some major shit, <laughs> like what I was experiencing, or if you are going through something in your life, there's a cur current circumstance, you don't need to go as deep as the hypnosis. This is what I have found in my practice anyway. You can accomplish the same thing by going into a guided visualization or your own meditation. Most people are afraid of their own breath. Most people cannot stand to feel themselves in themselves alone. We need to get your body prepared for that. This is, this is the true light work or work. It's getting your body, this human. It's not about having all of this spiritual experience up here and playing all up here. Not when you are living a human experience. And if you're playing in predictable realm, you are only living a human experience. Even if you go to church every freaking Sunday, you are only living in predictability, in your physical human experience. One of the ways you can look at this as well is predictability is like hell. It's the hell on earth. It's, it's survival, it's lack, it's all in this hellish place, this miserable place, this suffering place, the pain brain, remember? When we flip over to potentiality, now we're playing in the heaven on earth. We're bringing that, we're bringing this down into the human world. When we integrate that, now we're actually living in the human experience of the spiritual realm, co-creating. Even if you are the most developed Christian, if you don't understand the full fundamentals of bringing it in, you're not fully working through the assignment. Because what happens is 
it's compartmentalized. And a lot of people compartmentalize in their life where business is business, church is church, home life is home life, marriage is marriage. It's all compartmentalized. And so we look at it as, ah, it's going pretty good. I had a conversation and in my DMs the other day of a, a, a woman whose business was amazing. But her love life is shit. And she's like, I don't need life coaching. <laughs> Which kind of makes me laugh, right? Like, this is life, lady. Like, it all goes together. There's a reason why your business is successful and your relationship is not. And they always come back to the same thing. Relationships. Always. What she's telling herself about business and money is okay according to her belief system. But what she's been telling herself about relationships, there's a disconnect. And if there's a disconnect, there's a disconnect. It is about life. It's all life coaching. It's all about life. So we've got the meditation. We've got the hypnosis. We've got the visualization. I offer visualizations in almost all of my programs. I love visualizations because visualizations give you a visual path. The way you do one thing is the way you do most things. It's all connected. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. The way you do something in one area of your life is being protected in another area of your life. So it is like, for example, if your business is successful, if you don't have a awkward relationship with money, when I trace back to what it is that you're telling yourself about relationship, about love, I will always find a connection in business. Always. It's crazy. Because the programming is the programming and we've justified by creating a business and money that's success because that's how we're defining success for us. But when you look a little bit deeper, when you go below that surface, when you dig into those files, you're gonna find the truth. So another one of the things that we use is movement. Movement is highly important, but what the way we move is with high intention. So you can go do your HIIT training or your yoga or whatever, but if you also add to it something that is heavy, something that is on your mind, something that you want to release today, if you set that intention before you do the workout, before you do that movement, it's going to move that energy out. And all of a sudden you're going to open up these pathways inside of your mind that, and have all these ideas that you didn't even know existed 20 minutes ago when you started. So you can do it in your own workouts. But what we do is we go in with intention and squeeze the energy up and out of our kundalini, up and out of our chakra system. Squeezing it out, squeezing it out. Thinking about, we have a whole process that we use, but 
thinking about all of the things that are coming up for you, even if you think about just one of them, and squeeze it out with intention. Now you're empowered. Now you're moving that energy. Sometimes what happens out of that movement, out of that squeeze, is this memory that pops up that you had forgotten about. It's like, remember, those files and those cells are still in your body and we're squeezing them up and out. Shit's got to come up to come out. There's no way around it. <laughs> it's the process. What else do we have? Binaural beats. Binaural beats, I told you yesterday, it's what I use during um, childbirth as well. So binaural beats, the essential oils. I also use tons of biohacking, tons of biohacking, what do we call them? Modalities. The Healy is amazing. It's a little Tesla device. It, it raises your frequency. It moves the energy. It is amazing. If you want to know about that, just talk to me about that. I use light therapy, red light, sauna. I use PM, PEMF. I use all of these things, but it's not like you have to be overwhelmed and you have to go through all the, all it like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do this because I don't have all these things. No, it's about finding some core things and you can start it free. I had to go deep when I had Lyme disease. So I got all of the interventions. But light therapy is a great thing. I also use these light therapy patches called LifeWave. I love them. I swear by them. I had um, my daughter who went through, who had the vid and moved her energy out with that. So those are amazing. And the biggest one that is free, doesn't cost a thing, but you gotta move your ass, is going out in nature. Nature can hold, nature dissolves, nature is built to move your energy out. So even if when you wake up, you go into the light, you go out into the sun, you get that first breath into the sun and you hear the birds chirping. Did you know that hearing birds chirp actually raises your frequency because it, it feels to the body that things are safe because the birds won't be chirping if things aren't safe. So you can listen to birds chirping on music or you can just go outside, get under the sun, which has healing power. Better yet, take your shoes off, take a couple steps in the grass. Now here's the thing, we know this. We know this. Knowing it and actually doing it are two completely different things. You've gotta move, you've gotta take the action. So being a mediator of yourself means that you have to be awake, aware. You've gotta draw the line in the sand. You gotta be able to call yourself out on your bullshit, not by beating yourself up. But, mm-mm, girl, we're not there anymore. This is where we're going, this is where we are now. I got you, nope. Mm -mm. We're not there anymore. 
With clients, this is a constant conversation. No, nope, we're not there anymore. <laughs> we're not there anymore. Now you can do all of this without having someone outside of you helping you mediate. We, like I said, you may not get there in this lifetime. I may not fully, I may not fully be able to materialize the big vision I have, the big mission that I have in this lifetime. But if I don't at least move to, toward it, if I don't at least clear out this shit so I don't pass it on to my children and hand them the burden of my freaking bullshit, now who knows what they're gonna be able to do. Hey beauty, I hope you enjoyed today's transmission. If you found this valuable, we would love to know by giving us your rating and review. And of course, by sharing the good word with your people. To get closer access to me, come on over to IG at Jody Rodenball and search Soul Liberated Life on Facebook to enter our complimentary Facebook group. If you'd like to know how to partner with me for your liberation and deeper ways you can learn from me, just send me a DM on the IG or FB. I'd love to hear from you. Until the next episode, remember, there's magic to be unleashed inside of you and miracles beyond your wildest dreams ready for you to answer your call. You coming? <laughs>